Hey Google, play some music. Greetings, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Google Stadia Show, Google Stadia Show episode 10, titled Stadia Launches and xCloud Impressions. My name is Donnie Reese, and I am joined here by the Trinity, the trio, if you will, Mr. Dev Tyus. What's going on? Uh, not a whole lot, you know, just trying to stay dry. We have a winter storm out here in California, so it's What does been- that mean in California? It means it's raining a lot, and if you're up high enough, you'll get snow. And also, if you're traveling, do it the day before. Otherwise, you're not going anywhere. That's mm. what it means. So it just it just means it's raining Lacroix. Yeah. <laughs> to us California people. <laughs> What's the temperature during your winter storm? Uh, like fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, for well, me, it's it's more like forty. Yeah, he's forty. You're higher up. Wow. Yeah. That other so, lovely, sultry voice you're hearing is Jared. What's going on? Highly intelligent. Hello. Oh, not much. Just having fun playing with XCloud and Stadia. Mm-hmm. Pretty neat. How have you been, man? I've been good. You don't frequent I, the Discord as much. No, I've I've kind of like tried to limit myself. A little bit uh, just to focus on other things and I found myself when I would get into the discord I would just spend you know hours just keeping trying to keep up with everything and I'm like you know what I'll just jump in when there's big news and talk about it but I've been good I've been I good miss you. I love how you're like I'm trying to limit myself from doing like that's just Dev and I's life that's that's our life you're trying to <laughs> limit yourself from the way we live life that's, <laughs> it's hard not to take offense to that Jared well <laughs> That's priorities, priorities. Um, but I discovered that my company does not block Discord, so I've actually been oh. able to use it at work. Just have it open on the computer, which helps a lot because I'm not constantly trying to pick up my phone. Yeah, I never really use it on the phone either. <clears throat> yeah, so but I just I, I, I never even tried it. I just assumed that they would block it because <laughs> they block everything. <laughs> they don't know but about it yet. Yeah. Well, they already know about Stadia. I tried, and it's like, oh, mm. can't do this. This is under the category of games. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's all metadata. <clears throat> Speaking of that Stadia, guys, it um it finally launched. We finally have it, and it's been out. It launched about a week ago. Before we get into our launch impressions and kind of break down some of the news that's come out since launch, I do want to give a shout-out over to the Stadia cast that had me and Dev over um, last week when we talked about all of our launch impressions. So this might be... A little regurgitated if you listen to that as well, but I'm sure it won't be. I'm sure we'll find a, a more to add to the conversation now that we've played it a little bit longer. So let's just break that down and get into it. Have either of you received controllers yet? Yes. No. Okay. Dev, um, you canceled your pre-order, right? No, no. It got canceled for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? The card that I was using uh, ended up getting maxed out so i had to switch see the way that my bank account works i got a check in and i got savings and all my money's in savings pretty much but uh they did send me an email saying hey sorry that we had an issue with your your founders edition if you would like to still order one you can as long as you buy it through this special link by december 15th we will happily send you one of the many many canceled boxes that we have in our warehouse. pretty much pretty much (laughs) 
So I definitely will be repicking re it up because I I, I want to have my name with no numbers behind it. So I'm uh, I'm gonna do that. Now, Jared, yeah, and plus that blue controller is pretty. It is pretty <laughs> it nice. Is. It's very pretty. Jared, love, you, you announced that you canceled yours. You were going to cancel. You were out. I'm like I'm just done. And yet here you are sitting here flashing a controller before my very eyes. <laughs> Tell me what what happened. Um. Yeah. So I had initially decided to cancel it just due to financial choices. Um, had nothing I was just going to do wait. with the glorious, amazing <laughs> launch that Stadia had. Oh no. I mean, if anything, that wanted, that made me want to keep it. <laughs> no. Um, for me, it was just, there wasn't really anything that I really wanted to play for the next few months. Um, as much as I wanted to try out Stadia and so kind badly, of be me, on the ground floor. I just want to be like, how is it any different than any month that we've known this entire time? <laughs> it's not. The, the difference is when it was actually approaching, it was like, okay, I could probably use 130 for something When it became else. reality, you're like, mm. Yeah, well, it was just some unforeseen things that I didn't expect. Gotcha. But um, when I tried to cancel it, it was too late. It had already gone into processing, even though it hadn't shipped yet. And so I, I tried it online and I called them and they wouldn't let me do it. But they said I could either reject the package or just send it back. Um, however, I thought, well, I have 15 days, so I'm going to try it anyways. Well, I tried it and I think it works really well. Um, and I just, I just bought a new 4K TV. And so I need a Chromecast Ultra anyways. So I figured I'll just keep it. And then I got the controller. And the Chromecast Ultra. And it works really well. I'm very impressed, actually. Okay. So, Dev, before we get into how uh, Jared's thoughts on how it plays and all that, tell us how you're playing it then. Uh, You know, through browser. So, I've played it at work through a hotspot on my laptop. I've played it here um, on my computer. And I've had pretty much no issues either running it on either. It's run really flawless. Um, controller has no lag. I haven't had any issues. I was able to uh, set up my cross save for Destiny so I can actually get some grinding in like on my lunch break and everything. Play some Samurai Showdown. You know, it's it's been good. I'm, I'm very impressed um, because it literally just works using, as it should. Using my buddy pass. Yeah, using Jared's buddy pass. <laughs> Nice. So that, means you've only, that means you've only been able to try it since yesterday, right? That's when yep. I sent it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Very good. Very I was good. well. I had access to Donnie's account, so yeah, I, was, I gave him oh, an account God, last week. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been exactly what I was hoping it would be. Um, I, I exactly am, what you were hoping it would be. Eh, I was getting ready to say I'm, I'm I, I believe I believe, I believe we have you recorded saying that you were what you were hoping it would be was the best way to experience yes. destiny ever. Yes. Like the bar, right? Yes. Your, your, yes. your cooled led lit PC tower has nothing on stadia. That's what you got right now. Right? Well, you know, no, cause I wasn't going to be playing it on that computer. So this is for, you know, <laughs> to go when I'm away from the computer, mm -hmm. when I'm at work, mm -hmm. when I can only get a 1080p, so I ain't got a 4k screen at work yet. But um, it's been fun. I've been able to, you know, get in there and grind. So it's what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be Destiny on the go for me for right now until some other games drop and we can see if they can fix the issue with uh, the resolution because nothing is really in 4K at all. It makes well, me sad. No, technically, it is a 4K picture. The resolution that they are beaming to your Chromecast Ultra <laughs> is 
4K resolution. It just happens to be 1080p picture blown up twice, so it's kind of a blurry mess, delivered to you in 4K. So it looks so bad on my 4K 4K screen. Like, it looks awful on that screen. So I actually move it over to the 1080p screen, and it looks way better, which is just (laughs) so sad. That's the intended resolution. Yeah. It looks great on my 5-inch Pixel 3. (laughs) I'm <laughs> sure it does. it does. I'm sure it does. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Okay. All right. So let's talk about it. Um, I got the Founders Edition. I think I was in there first. I think I got my package first from everybody. Um, so to regurgitate a little bit, my first day, the 19th, I sat down. I activated my account. I pulled up my Elite 2 controller. I tried to play on my laptop right here. I tried to play on my Chromebook and my phone. And I also tried to play from work. And all four of those experiences were terrible. It was laggy. It was buggy. Like nothing was working. The game was crashing. I had terrible lag. I recorded (laughs) some of it and put it on our YouTube channel just to show everybody what I was experiencing. I mean, it was a terrible, terrible way to play a game. Um, Streaming is the future. But I mean, as we've we've chronicled here at nauseum, the moment a game feels off and it doesn't have to even be much. It's just you don't even want to play it like that tactile feedback that you have from your fingertips to the screen has to be right. And if it's not like visuals and all that aside, if that's not right, it's not going to go. And it wasn't right. So I was almost there and joining you. I even returned my copy of guilt. Like I had bought it, tried to play it. It was so bad. I tried to play destiny. It was so bad. I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm returning all of this. This is a disaster. (laughs) Then the next day, I wish you could have seen the messages between me and Donnie. Cause I logged in and was like, it's working. What are you talking about? Oh, it was, yeah, I was clipping, <laughs> taking clips and saying to Devin, I was like, look, I have proof. I'm going to show it to you here. And um, the next day, my Stadia controller came. And I was all but assured that I was sending this thing back. I was going to get my money back, like, uh, for all the headlines and the news and everything that's been going around it. What a disaster this was. I was going to get out while well, I still could. But I still wanted to try it. Like, I was like, all right, I'll plug it in and try it. And the moment I turned on the Chromecast and played a game... All of those worries and everything just faded away. The moment I plugged in uh, the Stadia controller versus the Elite 2 to play Stadia on all of my Chromebooks. I tried on multiple Chromebooks. Victoria's old Chromebook, my newer Chromebooks, my Pixelbook, my phone, my work computer, my home TV, my TV upstairs through the Wi-Fi, which is a floor away from my router. Every one of those experiences have been good. Um I just got to say, I mean, I'm I'm so impressed with how it feels when you're playing with the Stadia controller, especially on the Chromecast. It feels like I'm running the game locally. Like it it just does. Like the moment I press the stick, not not a slight delay, not not just the moment I press the button, the stick, it's instant feedback. I played Guilt for three or four hours. I don't think I'm going to finish it. Like I think I, I mean, it's like it's one of those things where I've, I've got it. I'm not like overly enamored with the game. It's OK. Um but I did play it at for a long time. You know, I wasn't playing in 10 or 15 minute bursts where I was kind of like getting a demonstration. I actually sat down and played the game for three hours straight. Didn't really have any issues to report. I mean, like it works. It does. I know it doesn't do a lot of things Google said it would do, but it <laughs> does do this. It does play games. And it's interesting um, how well that works because, you know, I have Darksiders coming up and I'm going to buy that game 
and play it on Stadia. Like it's only because it's exclusive because it's got the timed exclusivity. If it was launching day and date with other platforms, I'd buy it somewhere else. But because I'm going to play it two months early, I am going to buy it on Stadia. And um, I know I've been excited about that game, but if it wasn't for that demonstration when I played on the Chromecast, I was I was not intending to buy it there. I was like, oh, I was going to send this whole thing back and be done with it. Um, but it, it does work. It's very, very good. So, Jared, tell me, what was your experience like? Um, my experience was kind of, it was pretty much the opposite um, other than my Chromebook. But getting the box, taking the Ultra out, putting it in my TV, signing into my account, pairing the controller, and I was immediately playing Destiny and Samurai Showdown. I didn't experience any noticeable latency or lag. Um, there are, are a couple times where I experience a little choppiness, yeah. just like briefly, maybe like half a second. Some but, artifacting. Yeah, but like putting in, you know, 20 hours over the past week into Fallen Order and just some of the unpolished, like you experience that kind of stuff on a locally played game, you know, if it's not polished enough. So it, it doesn't really bother me when it does happen. It's not like playing on a console or PC is totally and completely flawless. But I mean, for the technology, like if, if I, even an experienced gamer who has never heard of Stadia before, if I were to put the controller in their hands, I highly doubt they would be able to notice yeah, they couldn't tell that me. it wasn't running on some box. I did that to my daughter, actually. <laughs> my daughter walked into the basement. I was playing Guilt, and she thought it was a really cool-looking game because a little girl in flashlight. And I just told mm-hmm. her it was a Switch game because my dock sits right next to the TV. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's a Switch game, and I gave her the controller. She didn't even look at the controller. She just started playing. She played for like a, a, a bit, a while. And then I explained to her that it was streaming, and it was in the cloud. And it was like Netflix and all this, and she was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Like it really kind of <laughs> blew her mind because uh, she had no idea. She didn't know. Yeah, and it, what was cool is because like the next day we were having dinner with my in-laws, and so I just brought my phone and my Stadia controller and hooked up to their Wi-Fi and just played Destiny Two and showed it to my father-in-law. Like that's really cool. I didn't have to bring a box or anything. It, it, it honestly it just reminds me of the Switch, like mm-hmm. just taking some with something with you and playing it. Um. On the PC, it was worse than on the phone or the Chromecast, um, but I, I did test it again a little bit ago, and it was running really well. Um, on my Chromecast, last time I tried it was a couple, not Chromecast, Chromebook. Uh, last time I tried it was a couple days ago, and that was still, it, it's weird because I test my connection and I get like 82 megabits down which is not what I'm I'm supposed to get 200 and I get that on my PC but on the Chromecast Chromebook gosh too many chrome names <laughs> chrome this and chrome that yeah on the Chromebook um so I get a decent speed and everything boots up but it looks really bad I mean the screen's not amazing but you know I can watch a YouTube video and it still looks better than that um mm. but it looks really bad but it runs fine for like 2 minutes and then all of a sudden just says, oh, your connection is not stable enough. Like, we can't play the game. So I'm not really sure what is happening. Um, if it's the Chromebook, if it's the Chromebook um, wireless driver or the card that's in it or whatever it is. But for some reason, it it's just really ugly. But the latency is perfectly fine. And then it just stops working after a couple minutes. 
So, but I can watch YouTube videos, you know, nonstop. So I'm not sure. I mean, I understand that the bandwidth is more, but it's basically just receiving a video signal. So I don't see what's so different about it. Yeah, that's strange. And, but you have like an older Chromebook, right? I remember when you bought it, we were exchanging messages. I just bought it just pretty much for like Google Sheets and Google Docs. So it's not super crazy or anything. I I have an older tablet. That I've had for a while, few years, and I tried playing it on it, and I, I did notice that even though I have really good Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi on it, like speed test, it only goes up to like twenty. Like I was like I was sitting right next to my router, and I was getting like sixteen, eighteen. Like it's super yeah. slow. I was like, oh, this is not going to work. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm I'm getting like eighty down. Your speeds are good. The yeah, the speeds are fine on the Chromebook. For That's some reason, it it just can't maintain it. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it again. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe it needs to be updated or something. I don't know. I was also thinking like that first day, if it was just like maybe that first day, the 19th, maybe my issues had nothing to do with my testing environment. Maybe it was just Google. Maybe there was just a lot going on right then at that time. And I wasn't like I was, Yeah, you know. I have noticed that it's gotten better. And I I think even even just with the troubled launch and then playing it now, you know, a week later. Yeah. Like just seeing everything improve. Is kind of what is exciting about Stadia. Exactly. Like everything, each time you log in, it's just going to be better. Like, you know, in six months from now, it's going to be better. In two years from now, it's going to be better if it's not canceled. If it's not canceled. <laughs> I want to talk about my experience on my second Chromecast, but before I do, I mean, Dev, do you got anything else you want to add to your your initial playthrough? No, it's just like, like, like you said, like originally, I guess it's better now than it was that first day. Yeah. And it just makes me wonder, like, what their what's their update cadence? Are we ever going to get like any kind of patch notes or updates? Or hey, we've done this in the back end. Change the hardware. Or just yeah, it's just like I I just the tech in me wants to know, like, what did you guys do? Like <laughs> the customer the in me notes? wants to know, like, I mean, I, I'm paying for a service. So what am I getting for my service? You mean like you know when they eventually do the 8K 120 mm-hmm. type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when because you know I'm, yeah. So, I mean, I'll just go ahead and we'll break into it now. Um, I think Stadia looks good. It looks fine. It's playable. If you don't have a console, it's great. You can play Destiny and it looks like Destiny. It's not comparable to like my Xbox One X or even my PlayStation 4, I think, for that matter. Mm -hmm. um, Destiny looks, I don't want to call it like last gen. I think that's too harsh, but it like it doesn't look like like a this gen game running locally. And... I think they deserve all of the vitriol and heartburn that they're going to get over this until they fix it because Mm -hmm. that was their thing, right? They are touting. We talked about it on the show for multiple, multiple episodes. Devin was very excited because they talked about, you know, their server stack and, and their 10 teraflops and how they're more powerful than X and PlayStation combined and uh, 4k 60 on everything. And they're not doing that. It's just not like, Red Dead is not 4K60. It's it's 1440-30. You know, it's half yeah. what they promised. And when they upscale it, because they are upscaling it, to technically give you a 4K thing, like there yeah. will be no class action lawsuits. They are giving you a 4K signal. It's just doubling a 1080p picture or a 1440 picture. And it looks at time, if you're comparing it like side by side and you're going down and you're, you know, putting a magnifying lens on it, it's blurry. You know, it you doesn't even need a magnifying glass. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, but also back. like trying to be eh. to do it justice. It doesn't yeah. look good. You know, like it just it doesn't look good. I'm not saying it looks awful. It's totally playable. 
You know, it's like like the Switch. Like the Switch has ports that are playable. It doesn't look good. Like, you know, like <laughs> this doesn't look good either. It's a concession. You are making concession visually for well, the convenience yeah. of being able to play mobily. And it's not that like 1080p upscale to 4K is bad. I mean, a lot of things do that. I think it's the combination of the 1080p being upscaled to 4K and it's being streamed and compressed, yep. which just makes it worse. Yep, because it's being um, compressed and then unpacked and compressed again as it's like mm-hmm. since over. Yeah, there's a lot to this. It's very technical. And so that's that's what's kind of confusing about this is, you know, if, if you've got these this server that has the power capacity of what was like 10.5 teraflops or whatever. Mm-hmm. What is stopping these developers from just rendering in 4k? Like, especially <laughs> destiny Two. I, that's the confusing part, right? If it's, it's rendering and the servers and then the stream is just being pushed out. I mean, we watch 4k video on Netflix and stuff all the time. Like I don't get what's so different. I mean, maybe they found that rendering and pushing that out increase the latency, maybe. That's the only thing I could think of because it it's, would certainly be possible. Like there's no limitations in terms of the hardware that's in their server rooms. So the only thing I could think of is if there is by rendering and outputting that true 4K that it's causing some sort of latency issue at the moment. Well, we're, while we're on the topic, let's go ahead and burn the question. <laughs> AJ wants to know, how do we feel about Google's response regarding the graphic fidelity and 4K resolutions? <laughs> that response that they publicly, uh, I think it was 9 to 5 Google, wrote an article about the resolutions and the differences and, and what Google said leading up to launch versus what we were experiencing here in the first week. And they, they, did, they did respond. Quote, we expect that many developers can and in most cases will continue to improve their games on Stadia, Google said in an announcement on Sunday. And quote, because Stadia lives in our data centers, developers are able to innovate quickly while delivering even better experiences directly to you without the need for patches and downloads. So I think what AJ is referring to is how do you feel about Stadia putting this back on devs? It's twofold. Like, I wish they would have said that, said that kind of stuff in the beginning. Like, this is what it's capable of. It's going to be up to the devs to figure out how they want to use this power, how they're going to optimize for the system. Like, I saying this now just seems like, oh, it's not us. It seems like you're just pointing the finger instead yep. of being like, hey, you know, this is something that we were going to run into. And that, that's something that should have been addressed, you know, in the beginning. The same way we we should call this, like now they're calling it early access instead of it being <laughs> a launch. It's like, guys, you got... Should have done that from the beginning. Right. Who is your PR people? They are screwing up. Y'all need to walk a lot of this stuff back. These are all things that could have been talked about in the beginning so that we're not, so you're not pissing people off and having this outlook on Stadia that it's just so bad. It could have easily been rectified with them with them announcing these things way sooner. Way sooner. I'm a little um, pissed about this statement um, because I think it goes in conjunction with the, the other statement that they made during the AMA, where they they basically tried to spin that all of these are not all of them, but a lot of these cool bells and whistles that they touted. Were, were already available. They're there. It's on the right. developers to use them, right? Like state share and stream share. And it's, I'm going to call a little bullshit here because I, I think this is pretty crappy, just PR and just messaging and leadership. If that stuff was available, 
if it's possible to do 4K, why isn't Destiny doing all of it? They have went on public record and IGN and said, hey, we've had our folks there at Bungie working on this for months. Mm-hmm. We're going to make this the best it is possible. And it's not. So I think you have to take some ownership here. Like the stadium, like this is ridiculous to try and pass the buck to the devs on both of these fronts, I think is a little ridiculous um, yep. because if, if these features are ready to go, then why didn't like, why hasn't Stadia invested time to make sure at least one game was there to demonstrate it? And the reason, and the, the reason why, because it's not, because it's not ready to go. <laughs> like, uh, like this isn't hard to see. It's not ready. That's not why they're just basically spinning it. And I'll call them lying. It's, it's a lie. It's not true. It's not, it's not ready to go. It's not on the devs. Because if it was, I think they would at least have one game. They would have one game to demonstrate it. Because that's what, that's what game right. platforms do, right? And if 4K was totally possible and it's on the devs to do it, then I would expect Destiny would have done it. Um, right. Especially with Google support in studio. And it's not. And the, why isn't it? It's not because Bungie didn't want to. It's because they can't. Or they don't know how. Or it's not feasible right now. That's why. And I really wish they'd just say it. So I am a little peeved at this statement because I think it's, um, you know, this isn't the first time I've said this on this show, but it feels a little bait and switchy, man. Like at some point, somebody's got to call something out here. Like they've, they, they didn't necessarily promise, but they showcased and teased a lot and they've delivered very yeah. little. And at some point, like the piper comes calling. At some point, you got to <laughs> take some, some accountability here. Right. Eat some crow, take some accountability. And be like, yeah, this is on us, and we're gonna make it right. You know, yeah. instead of just trying to point the finger and pass the buck. Garbage. What do you think, Jared? Um, I mean, I I feel the same way. I'm not as angry or offended or anything. I I, for me, in, even just their statement, it's not like I don't get from them that they're just saying, "Oh, it's the developer's fault." Like for me, it seems very much just like, hey, this is new technology. Developers are working on it and they can continue to improve it. Um, So I I think the technology is there, but nobody fully knows how to use it yet. Um, And so maybe Google is lying. Maybe those services aren't there. But I mean, it's like anything. You, You see console launches all the time where developers are barely using the new features that come with the console because they don't have a good use for them yeah, yet. Yeah, but that's or, usually or whatever. the onus as to why first party usually puts something out to demonstrate that. Right? Yeah. Like there's and even, something. There's some little thing that showcases yeah. what the thing can do. And even what we saw with the, the launch lineup and how when it first came out, it was like 12 games. Right. And then eventually it got increased because at the time of that announcement, those games hadn't gotten pushed through yet. So they weren't sure that it was going to be there at launch. So they didn't want to say, hey, there's going to be at launch, and then a few of them get delayed. Sure. And so when I read that statement, to me, it doesn't sound like Google's like, oh, it's not our fault. It's all the developers. It's all the developers. To me, it's just like, yeah, hey, I think maybe they could have worded it a little bit better, saying we are working with the developers. We're you know helping them, assisting them, whatever. Um, but yeah, but... To me, when I read that, it doesn't sound like they're trying to push it all on the developers. I think they're just trying to say that this is new and they're learning. And because there's a balancing act between rendering it and outputting it. I mean, they can render it at 4K and push it out, but if the latency is really bad, they're not going to do that. Sure. 
Yeah, and I think just saying that would be fine versus right. what they mm-hmm. said. Like, that's bad. And I only bring yeah, like, it up. It's not that I'm, like, angry. I'm actually quite pleased with, with the controller, which I'll get to in a minute. But I just wanted to say that the way I did because I think if if you if it was another game company, which you'll often like to reference in terms of, like, well, if, you know, consoles, like, if this was PlayStation or Xbox, people would be furious. If, if Xbox yeah, was like, Scarlet, think- we'll do native 4K, and then we find out it's 1080p that's upscaled, people would be in. People were mad at checkerboarding. Like, people would be furious. And I, I feel well, like. Yeah, that's that's what happened with the PlayStation 4 Pro. Right. And, and people are mad. Like, there's a lot of people that are mad at yeah. this. And, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't be. They have every right to be. Um, I'm just, that statement to me is not sure. offensive because I feel like they're not trying to blame the developers. They're just trying to say, hey, you know, we need more time to work on it, which is absolutely Google's fault because they should have just <laughs> said this was all early access and everybody's learning from the beginning. Or delay this entire thing together. Anyway, I want to no, get back to... They should have delayed it. I, I don't think you put no. it out there so people can... It's half-baked. If they would have, it's not ready. If they would have treated it like xCloud... Yeah, There's just no say this early. Oh, that would have been fine. It. But see, the difference between xCloud and this right now, and I don't want to get too close to our xCloud yet, but the difference is xCloud's free. It's in beta. People are trying it. The difference is you yeah. charge people $140 for this stuff, and that's that's a different thing. It's totally you different. Them for, you charge them for hardware. You charge them for a controller. Still and a charge them. Like, it's different, man. It's if you say different. this is a paid early access or a paid mm-hmm. beta, just nope. say it. The moment you say, hey, uh, all of our games are going to run 4K60, and we're going to charge you, and you're going to see it. And then I don't see it. Then I feel like I have <laughs> I have got something to say. <laughs> like that's what we, that's what any customer would do. If you went to Walmart yeah. and you're like, "Hey, I want 12 uh, 12 apples," and they gave you eight, and you'd be pissed off. You're like, "Where's my four apples?" You wouldn't be like, "Well, you know, I got here early, and they didn't have all the apples out yet." Like you wouldn't be making all these excuses. That's what that's I'm saying. Like, they should yeah. have they should have said this is going to be an early access. This is going to be a paid beta or whatnot. These are the features that we're working towards. Like I'm saying, this it would be they're, helpful. They're, they're, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. It would be helpful. Period. It was just. I but, still think this entire thing would be better if it was just delayed. I would. I to, would not have launched Stadia like this. To Donnie's point, there is something to be said about XCloud, which we'll get into later. But they've got 50 games on there that you can try out. For free, yeah. Even if Stadia was an early access, hey, you got to buy the Chromecast and the controller. You still have to buy the games. Yeah. If Google would have pushed more and said, hey, we're going to front the cost so that for these next three six months everybody can play these twenty two games, that would be great. That would be different. And yeah, and you're absolutely Mm -hmm. right. That would be different if we could just play whatever is in the library while our subscription while this beta period lasts. That'd be fine. Like that'd be totally And so fine. I think that's the biggest issue. I think charging people for hardware in early access isn't a big deal because you can say, no, I don't want to buy that. I'll just play on PC or computer. Um, but you got to buy it. Or you but can't now you've got to buy the right. games so That's too. the other part of it. So Not everybody X-Cloud, can just play. Yeah, xCloud, if you get accepted, you log in and there's 50 games for you yeah. to try. Anyways. Like with no cost. I do want to tell you guys that my second Chromecast Ultra, which I already had upstairs, um, wouldn't let me add my account to it, which I, I mean, I'm not sure if, if it's exactly the way they have it set up, but I mean, we were told not to try and use other Chromecasts, right? That's what they Until said. They like, have yeah. the, the firmware update. Right. So what I did is I put that Chromecast in the preview beta and I just left it there for like two days and didn't try to mess with it. And yesterday I went on, turned it on and I was able to add my account to it and I can use it now. 
So if anybody out right. there is is wanting to use multiple Chromecasts, I've got four of them. Um, put them in the preview. Go to your Google Home app. Put them in the preview setting. Turn on the Stadia thing, and uh, just leave it there for overnight or something. And I bet you'll be able to join it next day. Um, so now I've got Stadia on multiple Chromecasts, and I'll be able to send Hero Shade his Chromecast Ultra and uh, the controller now. Because uh, I'm you, just done. Have you tried Nine jumping seconds. between them to see how it works? Only once, like when it when it uh like it. I don't want to say it broke, but like it kind of froze while my son was playing Destiny on the Chromebook. So instead mm-hmm. of like refreshing it, I just thought I would try it. So I jumped over to the other one, and he totally just synced right back up and kept playing, and I thought it was cool. Um, nice. But only that one time. That's the only time I ever tried to mess with it. But to yeah. put to put it in this perspective, um, I've got the Google Wi-Fi pods. That TV with that Chromecast is a floor up and down the hallway, and it has a pod right next to it. So we were playing Stadia on my Chromebook while we were streaming the Ohio State game over the weekend on that TV. So we had multiple things streaming, Wi-Fi only, no wired, a floor away from the router, and it played just fine. Yeah. See, I wanted to get into nice. that too because, like, when we were first doing it day one, like I have, I only stream television, so my TV was streaming. I have a weird mesh setup to where, like, I'm I'm hardwired, but it's to a wireless access point yep. in a room that gets the worst internet in my house, and it was working fine. This is with everything else on our wi- our Wi-Fi. I had two tablets going on at the same time. I had my phone, my wife's phone, so it's like they tell you to yeah turn all this stuff off, but honestly. I haven't seen any issues with having my regular Wi-Fi set up, all the things going at once, and then boom, being able to play the game. Like, it it works. Like, you don't need to turn all that stuff off. I was a little concerned because they sent out that welcome email mm-hmm. where they very publicly were like, hey, don't stream other things. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. Like, it only <laughs> works in the most perfect conditions. I had, like, it works. It worked. My, yeah. The other night, my wife was watching The Crown. My daughter was watching Disney+. Plus. I fired up Stadia. All Wi-Fi, all upstairs. It all worked. I had no problems. Yep. That's one of those things that, that's just, like, legal speak. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, it doesn't that's work. It's terrible. True. It's like, that's well, how many true. devices? Oh, I had 12 people all watching different Netflix on different devices. Well, like, that's your problem. Like, <laughs> But I think nor, I think they probably accounted for normal home usage you that's know, probably a true. few people can watch netflix or whatever but have any of you looked at your usage like how much how many gigs you've gone through um no, no. yeah you know um, I, I thought i was going to and i just never really messed with it <laughs> i have spectrum and they don't even give you that data because oh, they're wow. like you're unlimited you don't need to see it they don't even offer to i've tried they're yeah. like no <laughs> my my isp doesn't either Comcast business, but they don't do it either. But my Google Wi-Fi does. So I can go mm-hmm. in my Google Wi-Fi and can see charts per device over the day, the week, the month. Yeah, I could probably set up something to see, but I don't really care. But I mean, I think I we already limited, know what so that is. No reason. I, I yeah. That was the thing. It's like, we already know. We know if I play this thing every day for three hours, it's going to be a terabyte of data. So there's no point in yeah. confirming it. <laughs> yeah, I go through a terabyte regularly before Stadia. So I'm, I'm right about that, too. Mine will jump to. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, I, I did want to say this. I said this on the Stadia cast as well. I'm So I'm, I'm really pleased with the product, not just because I played it and I do have the Chromecast and I, and I played it all there and it was good. I'll continue to do that. Um, one of the things I found out, though, and I'm actually quite surprised this is like an extra benefit to me, is that uh, controllers have never worked well with my Pixabook. They work fine on my Samsung Chromebook. Like that's USB plug and play things that support it. A lot of things on Android don't, right? 
the Pixelbook has always been an issue. I plug controllers into it. I've tried the Elite. I've tried 8-bit though stuff. Like, it never works. I can get it to pair. I can get it to sync. I can Bluetooth it. But the buttons don't work or all the buttons don't work or they're not mapped correctly. It's a pain. It's always a pain. I plugged the Stadia controller in, USB-C to USB-C, and it worked flawlessly out of the gate. I played Grand Theft Auto on the Pixelbook, which made me so <laughs> happy. Um, it looks so good for an old game. And I'm just happy that, like... For me, as a heavy Chromebook user, I do have an added value out of this package now. Beyond being able to play Stadia and games like Destiny and AAA games on the go, I can also play local games. And I can plug in my controller and I can play local awesome Android games like Retro Stuff or little Android games that support controllers. And I'm hoping that's going to open up uh, an avenue to me because that's a big reason why I don't play games on my Chromebook because I don't want to be doing all my touchscreen stuff. I don't want to be touching my screen like i care about my screen yeah you know so like that's a big part of like i don't like putting fingers and stuff all over my screen so yeah um, i I agree i think with google in preparation of this and wanting stadia to work with all kinds of controllers like today while i was at at work i was playing knights of the old republic with an xbox controller (laughs) so i assume it works with the stadia controller as well but I forgot my cable, so I just paired my Xbox controller with the Bluetooth. But that was great. Like to be able to play through that game, it's awesome. It's always Got been the Star a, Wars, itch. and it's always been a Pixelbook issue, which I've always hated because the Pixelbook is such a premium price. You would expect yeah. like the best of service, and uh, it's never really worked with that one. So being able to plug that in and just play, I was like, finally, finally, like I'm so <laughs> happy. Like yes, finally I can play this game. Um, so I'll start adding more things like that to it as well. And, uh, for that alone, like I got a Chromecast ultra and I got a, I got a controller that I can choose to play stadia when applicable. And, you know, if not just play some Android games, like I'm going to play Madden mobile with that controller, see how that goes. And it's probably going to be way better than touchscreen, you know, like stuff like that. It's going to be, um, it's going to be fun, fun. I really like it. So mm-hmm. that made me kind of, it kind of turned my opinion on this whole package based, you know, I don't know what stadia is going to do we're going to get into that but like stadia's got its own issues i think uh, that they've really got to dig out of but yeah <laughs> there's no point in jumping the gun guys we're all in the x cloud beta as well and we had several questions over the past week ask us what we thought um between the two like comparing the two and you know i gotta say this now i found this very interesting on the last xbox empire show for exo you guys may have heard this um Apparently, you cannot enjoy xCloud and Stadia at the same time. Like, you can't enjoy, like, both. That's not allowed. <laughs> Apparently, these are just the natural, like, the most most deep rivals that the world has ever seen. I got all kinds of fluff for being any sort of interested in Stadia from Luke Lore. And I still do. It's the new fanboy wars. The new uh, fanboy wars. Come on now. Oh, man. I like, and still, like, even after the show multiple tweets for the following days like you've got to get an xcloud and like the moment nathan did it it's all he's done is since then and i just thought it was very very funny and interesting um i've, I've played xcloud so i'll, I'll begin if you, if you don't mind um played xcloud a lot the other day at work i'm very very impressed with the service visually it looks better than stadia i played it on my phone i played it on um um I played on my phone. It won't work on my Android tablet. That was the other thing. It won't work on my Android tablet. And it doesn't work on my Chromebook. So I've only played on my phone, but I've played on my phone at work. I've played it here on my home Wi-Fi. I've played on my MiFi spot. So in a bunch of different locations, I've been able to play. I played Gears, played Forza, played a little Halo. I played Madden. 
Um, so I've played a lot of different types of games, just really kind of get an experience. And uh, my initial takeaway is it looks really, really good. It's very, very beautiful on the Pixel. I have a Pixel 2. And on the Pixel 2, I mean, everything is bright and vibrant, and it looks like just the picture quality is really, really good. I'd love to see what it could do on a PC or on a TV screen. Like, obviously, the beta is just restricted to Android devices, so I can only play it on my t- on my phone for now. Um, but the visual quality is perfect. The have, late... Go ahead. I was going to say... Uh... Have you tried Stadia on your Pixel? Yes. It's not as good. Like the visual. Really? It's good. Like it like it's just like the Chromecast. Like I think visually it's good. I don't think it's as good. Like the the XCloud picture is so much more vibrant in color than than mm-hmm. Stadia, in my opinion. And maybe it's just better games, but like playing Forza playing Gears, and these are games that oh, I've played yeah. tons of hours on. You know, on Xbox, Forza and Destiny Two in terms of color. Sure, (laughs) Destiny Two is very brown. But when I play it on the (sighs) phone, like it looks like it's supposed to look to me. Like I'm not noticing much Mm -hmm. of a difference. You know, I'm like, yep, that's Gears. That's what Gears Five looks like. You know, it looks really, Uh, really good. That's interesting (laughs) because I'm playing both. Like I don't. They seem. They both look really good to me. Like I didn't notice a, a a difference in visual fidelity. I would give the edge to xCloud, at least in my initial demo. Um, But the latency is not an issue. I think it's okay. Now, I want to be very clear here before I stoke another fanboy war. The latency on Stadia is better when you're playing with the Chromecast or when I'm playing with the Stadia controller. It's just, like I said, when I'm playing with the Chromecast, it's like I'm running it locally. xCloud Mm -hmm. never feels like I'm running it locally. It feels like I'm playing a game that's being streamed. And that doesn't yeah. mean that you can't play it. I think certain games like Madden play very, very well. Madden, I barely even recognized it because a lot of that stuff is slow, right? You've got pre-play stuff. You pick the play. You know, it's not constant. But playing Forza, I instantly noticed it. It took me a minute to play Forza. And I went, oh, I don't want to play Forza like this. It's mm-hmm. just, and here's the thing, though. And I actually would say this. I say this like trying to give as much credit to Xbox as possible because I actually think what they've done so far because it's beta is very, very impressive. It's almost like it's very, very consistent and predictable. So I honestly think you could almost get conditioned to it. It's just like a quarter of a second off, but it's that way all the time. So if you you actually sit and play with it, you'll get accustomed to it and you can almost like predict it. But I noticed it a lot when I was playing games with like, quick time events or like a lot of like specific button maps. So like one of the games I played was WWE, which is by the way, just playing Madden and <laughs> WWE, like on your phone was just, it's a really cool experience period. Cause like mobile can't offer any, anything like that. But WWE has a lot of quick time events, all of your counters and all of your like chain holds and submissions. They all have these little quick time event, mini games you have to do. And I noticed it instantly because it's just because you have to be precise. It's not like it's not like Spider-Man quick time events where you have a minute to decide. Like you've got a minute like you have to you almost predict the quick time. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm trying to explain? Yeah. Like, you, mm-hmm. OK. Yeah, absolutely. So, so like in, in WWE, somebody goes to throw a punch. You have to predict the quick time and hit it as the prompt comes up because your window of doing it is so narrow. And I noticed it instantly when I was playing that. It's almost like um. The best way I could describe it is Stadia, the moment you press the button down, the action 
like on the screen happens. And where Xbox, I felt like the action on the screen was happening when I was lifting my finger up. Like, does that, does that register with you guys? So it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's mm-hmm. that close. It's that close. Like they're almost there, but it was noticeable. So if I'm comparing yeah. the two, like I, that's, that was, that was my takeaway. Like I noticed it. Now the moment they get there and they will, I think all of these services will. That's the interesting thing with, with mm-hmm. uh, the fanboy wars is I expect everybody 10 years from now will have a great streaming platform. Like once this technology gets figured out and they figure out all the things, then it'll all just work just like streaming video did. Right now, everybody has streaming video platform. Like they'll all do it and it'll all work fine. Um, but one, once Xbox gets there, they've got a really compelling offer, which we've already known. Like that doesn't need to be said mm-hmm. for anything. Um, we'll talk about that here in a little bit, uh, as we answer Ray's question. They have an extremely compelling argument to make to win your, you know, your, your approval over there and your commitment to xCloud. Um, but the service, uh, I was really impressed with the, with the visuals and, uh, the ease of the, the app navigating and all the stuff that they have. It's very, very good. And, um, the moment they just get that tweak just a little bit more, like I said, cause it was consistent, um, in all of my playthroughs, like everywhere I played from home, from work. I don't, it's not a network thing for me. Um, I guess maybe it could be my device cause I can only play on this one device, but I don't think so. I just think that's kind of the service right now. That's as good as they've gotten it so far. Yeah, so I've played it on my on. I have two phones. I have a Samsung uh, Galaxy uh, S9 that I have for work, and I have a Note 9 that I it's my personal personal device. And I've played it on both. I actually first attempted playing it with a DualShock 4 um, Bluetooth to the to the phone. That didn't work. Like the latency in that was impossible. Um, then I hardwired it to it. The latency was better, but I still couldn't play. Like I, I initially was playing Tomb Raider. And the opening of Tomb Raider, you have to mash the, I believe it is the X button on the Xbox controller to basically she jams a knife in to move a rock. Well, the latency was so bad that the meter would never fill up and it was basically unplayable. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that was again with the DualShock 4. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to this weekend and I'm in my garage and my son is outside playing and I'm like, you know what? I'm, let's try xCloud with an Xbox controller. Bluetooth totally different experience and i don't know if it was because at work i had a my connection wasn't great but at home i was on my wi-fi no problem using an xbox controller worked flawlessly no issues whatsoever um you could there was definitely some latency so like just trying to move around like it's just that like i was trying to go that way and now you're going that way so it was really frustrating but like you said you can get kind of conditioned to it to where you can predict it but it still makes a game it makes me not want to play like Tomb Raider with that kind of, it just, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I eventually put it down. But as far as looks go, yeah, it looked great. But it's hard for me to determine whether or not it looked great because it was on a smaller screen or if it would look great on a bigger screen. Like I really wish that I could either play Stadia on my phone to see what that would look like or play xCloud on the computer to see what that would look like on a bigger screen. Hell, let me see if I can actually cast my screen on my television now that I think about it. Um, but otherwise, like, yeah, it looks it looks good. It feels vibrant. The colors look good. I played um, Bloodstained, uh, Symphony of the Night, or whatever that game is. I played that today at work. The latency 
was was frustrating and I couldn't play it, but it, that was also with the the Xbox Elite controller and it synced up no problem and I was able to get through it and play a little bit. Um, but just my connection was was bad and it was dropping out. But as as like comparing the two, because I'm looking at such drastically different size screens, the Xbox the the Project X Cloud just seems to look a lot better. But that latency definitely drives me up a wall. Um, even if it is just like the little millisecond, it's just frustrating. It makes me not want to play the game. Like for me, that kind of latency makes it almost unplayable. It is noticeable. Um, like when you're conditioned to playing for so many years, the moment you experience mm-hmm. it, you're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the, like, ah. Yeah. The feel isn't there. I couldn't imagine trying to play something like, um, like Hot Shots Golf Lightway with like a slider. Ugh. Oh, that would drive me Ugh. nuts. <laughs> and that's what you, know, when you say with Madden. Like Madden would drive me crazy because I'm trying to do a user catch. And the latency oh, is yeah, there. I don't do that. Oh, no, no, that's not going to work. So, you. yeah, I think once they figure out the latency issue, um, they've got something there because, yeah, they've got a very compelling argument with the fact that as soon as you boot it up, you've got 50 games. And then once they roll Game Pass in that as well. So if, you have a, if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you've just got this ridiculous library of games that go wherever you go. For me, it's going to come down to like, what are the specs? Am I getting Scarlet's level specs or am I getting Xbox One X level specs? Like what exactly is powering xCloud? That's what's going to make me really, you know, decide where I would want to want to flow. Like right, what, that, what, what right now, all we know is that it's Xbox One, right? All of the architecture for xCloud is X1. Yeah. They said they had replicated a lot of little Xbox Ones like in a server and that's where they're running mm-hmm. the games from. So, but... It, it, it's it's definitely, it's cool. It's really cool to be able to be like, all right, let me fire up Xbox. I'm sitting here in my garage or I'm sitting here at a friend's house. I'm on some Wi-Fi. I've got a lot of games I can choose from to play. And, and yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. I'm I'm, I'm excited works, to see where it goes. Works it works for cell signal. Like that's yeah. that's one thing that it does and you can't do. Like mm-hmm. I like yep. being able to just like broadband. Boom, I'm playing. How cool is this? Playing right. Gears 5 on a phone. Like that's insane. What about you, Jared? Um, yeah, my experience with xCloud is, is similar to devs. The latency is noticeable. It's not, I wouldn't say it's terrible. Like playing Halo 5, I was able to get used to it, but I also wasn't playing multiplayer. I could see where it would be infuriating if you were doing that. Mm-hmm. But just playing the game on a regular difficulty, um, it was fine. Like I, I conditioned to it after a few minutes. Like you kind of get used to anticipating it. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, what I will say though, is playing a lot of fallen order and the parry system Mm -hmm. at this point, I could confidently say that that would be very difficult on X cloud, but I would be okay with playing that on stadia. I think the latency is that much better, especially with the controller and the Chromecast. I think if if Microsoft ever wants to compete in terms of technology, they need to do something similar with the Wi-Fi controller. Um, I think there will always be some latency because even using Stadia, even just on my PC on the Chrome browser, like just with the keyboard and mouse, it's still better than xCloud. And I know xCloud is beta and, and whatever. Like I'm not trying to say xCloud is bad by any means. I, it's also very impressive and it's really cool to be able to boot up just cause four <laughs> at work and fly around and do stupid stuff. Um, 
but in terms of xCloud versus Stadia, I could see I could see Stadia being a primary platform if it had all the games, whereas xCloud I think will always be just a secondary thing to a box. I don't think you could ever just oh I don't want to buy an Xbox but I'm just going to use xCloud. I don't it could happen in a couple of years when it gets better, but at this moment I couldn't see that happening. Do you think it's going to be a couple of years? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. I think it depends on how much they put into it, really. I well, mean, I guess that's true. We don't know. But I I, th- I mean, maybe this is just the fanboy me. I feel like they're committed to XCloud and Game Pass. I feel like I don't th- I don't expect it to ever replace like what they're doing with Scarlet, but I I think by the time yeah. Scarlet launches, it will be a suitable avenue to play games on. Like I expect them to be like, yeah. yeah. You know, like and PlayStation Now, saying. you know. And that's what I'm saying is is it's always going to be just an option for yeah. those that want to be in the Xbox ecosystem. Like I would never, I don't think it's ever going to be at the point or at the level where people would just say, oh, I'm not going to buy an Xbox. I'm just going to use xCloud. Hmm. Well, see, here's my, here's my thing about that. If I have Xbox uh, or if I have Game Pass Ultimate and a PC, do I really need an Xbox? No. No. That's my thing. So why buy? I, if it is going to be pushing out Scarlet level power, <clears throat> I would think, honestly, if you have Game Pass and you have xCloud, you don't really, you might not need an Xbox. Yeah. So that's just my thinking. But what I'm saying is, is would that be your primary? If I have a PC, yeah, it might be my primary. <laughs> okay. And that's just it. That's just it. It just depends on where you want to game and how you want to game. Yeah. Um, if I have access to to that library without having to buy an Xbox and I have Game Pass, then yeah, I, I could very easily see myself making that just the primary yeah. place where I play everything because everything comes I, to it. Yeah, I guess I guess I just at my point is that at the amount of time that I've spent with xCloud and Stadia, if if I played every game on Stadia and a Chromecast um, or even on my phone, I would be perfectly fine. But if I had to switch to xCloud full-time, at least at this moment, no. I wouldn't be happy with that. I would agree with you there. Yeah. No, like if, if um, just pick a, like if Cyberpunk was, if Cyberpunk was six months exclusive launching first on Stadia, I'd buy it on Stadia and be totally like, I'd yeah. be happy to play it there. Because like the, what I've played over the last week, like I'm convinced that I can play a game on Stadia and have no problems. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so like I have that belief. I don't have that belief right now with xCloud, but I, I yeah. again, it's like a, we it's keep beta. saying it's yeah. beta. It's free. You know, like we're testing it. Who knows yeah. what that thing might be six months from now? They might yeah. launch it. It might be awesome. And then we do that too. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to be too harsh on xCloud. I think it's very sure. impressive and it, it's great. I like it a lot. I really do. Um, I think Xbox is going to do great things with it. Um, but in terms of technology, Google is farther along. A lot I farther do along. think there's an extremely compelling case that Xbox can make where they can attract folks, um, Nintendo Switch users, PlayStation 4 users, PlayStation 5 users, and be like, hey, you buy whatever console you want. Just make sure you subscribe to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and you play us via xCloud or your PC or, or whatever yeah. you want to play it on. You know, like if they ever, if they ever bring up the Switch, oh, God. We've been talking about that forever. If they ever put xCloud on Switch, I mean, that's something else. My Switch would still stay in the dock. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're they're theoretically saying, hey, you don't need to buy an Xbox. Just 
own a PlayStation Five and play all of our. Exclusives and you know what? That is the Windows way of doing things. I don't want to like yeah. turn this into an Xbox console mm-hmm. or like an Xbox conversation, but that's what Windows is. You can buy a an HP or a Samsung or a Dell. It doesn't matter as long as you're subscribing to our operating system and playing in our ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And that is yep. very, very, very powerful stuff. All right, uh, let's get into some of the news. Let's break it down. We already mentioned the Buddy Passes went out a lot sooner than I expected. Like, for whatever reason, I had expected when they weren't really talking about it, like, oh, it'll be a few weeks after launch. I was expecting to, like, go into next month. And that was, what, like, eight days after launch? Like, here's your Buddy yeah. Pass. Send it out. Um, so Dude. the Buddy Passes are going out. That's pretty cool. You can find uh, codes on Twitter. People are sharing them in Discords and things like that. Get on Reddit if you want to get in there and try it. I think that's good. That'll that'll be a good way of getting some people Do we? Do we know if all of the founders have their their packs yet? I don't know that. I can't. I, I I mean, based off what I saw leading up to it regarding the shipping dates and everything, I can't. I don't think we can assume that to be the case. There were several I'm just people wondering with if, December dates. Yeah. <laughs> I was just know. wondering if maybe, like, maybe Google was holding off on giving a, a definitive date for the buddy passes because they wanted... I mean, all the all the founders to get it first. We didn't even get codes on time, so I think you're giving them way too much hopeful optimism there. <laughs> well, I, I just mean like they didn't want to send out buddy passes as soon as they sent out the sure. other codes. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Maybe they fixed the glitch in the matrix. Everybody got their stuff on time or earlier yeah, than maybe the December people time. were supposed to get them, and then they sent out the buddy passes. Like, all right, we maybe they did. Them all. Yeah. Maybe they did. Or maybe got- they. Had so many cancellations, it didn't matter. That's it. Maybe they're like, let's actually, get the buddy passes out. Let's get them out as fast as we can. I actually, I got my founders pack like a week before I was supposed to. Nice. But my founders pack was delivered to my door about six hours before I got, no, not six, maybe like two or three hours before I got my code. Yeah. But by the time I got home. I had the code, so it wasn't really a big thing. Their internet was, like was a blaze. There. there were people that had controllers that didn't have codes yeah. for days. They're like, this is a really nice controller, but I can't do anything with and it. And that's a huge mess up. Yeah. I was sure that they were going to put the codes bad. in the box, to be honest with you. But anyway, um, the more important news is that Stadia Pro games for December have been announced. And uh, it'll be Farming Simulator 2019 <laughs> and Tomb Raider, the original Tomb Raider reboot thing in the trilogy. That was definitive on sale, edition. definitive edition that was on sale for $10. Now, there's interesting things to say about this news because, one, um, when they did the little promo about Stadia Pro, they're showing all four games. You guys notice mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Like, they're not saying, like, hey, Samurai Shogun and Destiny 2 are going away. They're nope. saying, hey, Stadia Pro, now you have four games. I'm one. I'm very interested to see, like, when these games go live, do the other ones not go, the other ones go away? Because I don't if, think Destiny is ever going to go away. Neither do I. No, I and mean, we talked about this on Stadia Cast. I can't imagine them restricting or taking away based on what, based on the hits they're taking right now. To to take any game away from players would be a huge mistake right now. But the yeah. interesting question is: Do they start based on the market, based on everything we've said, based off of feedback and review coverage? Are they looking at Stadia now and they're going maybe Pro could be the subscription service? Like maybe it's gotta be. Maybe we'll just build a library instead of letting users claim games and every month you get a game or two that just it keeps growing. Because if that's the case, I'm kind of on board to stay subscribing to Pro. Whether I use it or not isn't really the problem. If I give them 10 bucks a month and a year from now I just have 30, 40 games in there I can play, I'll keep subscribing. 
just like Google well, Play Music. I'll just keep subscribing because I want that access, you know? Isn't, I mean, isn't that how it's supposed to work? No. Well, no, because if you look at like PlayStation Plus or something, if you don't claim the game in that month, you don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it. Okay. If you subscribe right. later, you, you only have what you claimed when you okay. were a subscriber. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. I, I guess I was confused. You're saying that if, like, if I wasn't subscribed to Pro and I subscribe a year from now, I've got a huge library of games yeah. that are just that have so just like been building every up. Even month, though I haven't, the you know, pro subscription them. becomes more and more valuable. So, so six months like a, from now, they're like, buy a controller, subscribe to Pro. Here's 18 games you can play. And so it's three, basically a, a slowly building Game Pass. Yes, that's what it where means. Where you just be. subscribe and whatever. It's now there, to be clear, there. before we go down this path, I want to be clear for any listeners out there. I know, we all know, that's not what they said it was going to be. We know it's supposed to be yeah. Games with Gold, PlayStation Plus. My 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 take is, based off of the feedback, because here's the thing, if you read any of the reviews for Stadia, every review basically said that they're upside down on the market on this. Like, it's not mm-hmm. their approach to market. Their, their, their belief that they can sell you games at $60 and people are going to flock to them is is misplaced. It's just wrong. I've been saying that <laughs> since the beginning. It's just not right. At some point, they will have to correct it. Now, is this could this be an inkling that they're doing it? Like, is it possible? Uh, three Maybe. months from now, could we have Farming Simulator, Tomb Raider, Destiny, Borderlands 3, and Trials or something like that? Like, could it keep going like that? If If, uh, if I were to guess... I would say it's possible. However, Stadia technically just launched on the 19th. Mm-hmm. Are they really going to take away Destiny 2 and Samurai Showdown I don't, after 11 days just because it's a new month? No, no, no. What I said during the Stadia cast is I actually think whatever the pro members are, I think if anybody buys in during this beta period, during this before base launch, I think yeah. whatever games they make free during this period, they'll just keep free until mm-hmm. the free stuff launches. Yeah, I'm hoping, though... That all of the news and headlines and feedback that they've gotten since launch, I'm hoping that's maybe changing their minds to see that yeah. this path that they think they're going forward on isn't going to work. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking, honestly, they need to keep the games there. And that way you have a more compelling argument next year when new consoles launch. You can be like, yeah, you can buy the box or you can subscribe to Pro and have this whole library of games and this streaming service that is much better than what it was when it launched a year ago. I'm not. I think this is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. I just think this is exactly the subscription model that they need. This needs to be it. This needs to be how they build their Game Pass through the pro membership. Don't make the games go away. Let them stay in there. So Let whenever you subscribe, it's your instant game there. library. Mm-hmm. That way, you can pick and choose and come and go as you want. Right? Like maybe yep. they have an awesome game, you subscribe for a month. That's a month subscription that they probably weren't getting to begin with. And what I wanted to ask you guys, because I can basically tell you right now, uh, at the end of this beta period of three months or whatever it is, because I, I actually kind of expect them to, to extend that. I feel like they'll extend us at some point. Um, I'm not, I'm not paying for pro. Like I'm not going to pay them $9.99 a month based off what I've shown from launch and what I've got now and what I expect to happen next month. Like, Right now, I am not anticipating March, April, whenever this thing comes out, of me keeping my pro subscription. But if they said their games will keep building, that would do it. That would be, I'd go, yeah. okay, I'll do that. 10 bucks a month, I'll sign on for that. Yeah, absolutely. What about um, you guys? Are you guys going to subscribe to pro? Like, I don't, it remains to be seen, I guess. Yeah, I was never committed to it just because I want to see 
what it's like when base launches. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like if they if they still don't have Destiny running at 4K and other games that come out don't end up hitting the 4K or there's no talk if around it's not like 4K, what why doing, are you paying for Pro anyway? Like that's exactly, a big part of it. It's like that's my point. Like if they don't start to figure out that portion of it and actually address it, then no, I'm not going to stay subscribed to Pro. Like it just it doesn't make any sense. Even with the like the large library for me, I don't have time to play all those games anyway. The sure. only reason I even have Xbox like Ultimate Pass is because I was able to get it at a really, really ridiculous discount. <laughs> yeah. So I've got it for six months. Yeah. And we'll see what happens after that. But um, yeah, they're, they're going to have to win me over with, with better performance from a visual standpoint and a better li- library. And that library needs to continue to grow. I mean, I, I noticed think- that they actually refunded anybody who bought Farming Simulator or Tomb Raider. Yeah, they, I was just about to go there. Them. So I'm wondering if they're going to do that on a month to month thing or if oh, this is God, just they one gotta, special they can't do that. So that like kind of cool. They did though. We were talking about this beforehand about their limited launch lineup and maybe they were holding some games back to make them available. And it turns out like no, that speculation was just misplaced. What they actually did is they probably I don't know, I don't want to speculate. It just feels like maybe they didn't know what game they were going to put in a pro because they <laughs> they they were selling Tomb Raider for $10. Now I was not going to buy Tomb Raider for $10. But if I bought a Founder's Edition and I didn't want to play Destiny and I didn't want to pay $30 for guilt, I could understand somebody going, I guess I'll pay $10 for Tomb Raider and try it. And then eight days later, they're like, oh, now we're going to give you Tomb Raider for free. And I'm quite shocked at the hundreds of people that bought Tomb Raider. There are lots of people that are like, wait a minute, I just bought this game. And now they're (laughs) issuing refunds. It's just like another... It's just another stone like to put on top of this. I mean, it's just another mess up. It's like if they were going to do that, if they knew that Tomb Raider was the December game, why even put Tomb Raider in the launch? Just hold it. Just hold it for eight days and say December 1st, it'll be here. Like why? Why ever make it available for sale? I don't get it. It makes no sense. Maybe they just really don't know what they don't. That's the answer. The answer is they don't know. They're over there. They're just pulling levers. Pushing buttons, trying to make it's, people happy. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I mean, oh. that happens every month with plus and gold. Like, somebody's <laughs> like, I just bought that. Like, how have you not yeah, seen that? But not eight days after launch, Dev. It's eight I days. <laughs> I'm saying they should have been able to see that writing on the wall. Like, oh, we can't do that because people are pissed off every time they buy a game that comes live on plus. Where a is month Don later. Matrick? I'm convinced Don Matrick is over there. He's in a room somewhere. <laughs> Like I, I'm, I'm 100. He's got the the markers on the dry erase board. Like he's got to be behind this. It yeah. makes no I, sense. Because I mean, Google is not treating this like they're not selling this to gamers. They're selling it to people who love Google and betas and technology. Like they're not treating it like they're trying to sell to gamers because they don't understand the gaming market. Any it gamer, any way. GameStop employee could have showed them that this was a bad idea 10 days ago. They didn't even have to be a part of it six months ago. They could have just but grabbed a guy GameStop. and been like, hey, you're giving GameStop employees way too much. Credit. I'm not, though. That's how dumb this decision is. Like this one decision is so stupid. Like it's it's hard to imagine somebody doing it. Like, I'm very, they'd be like, uh, okay, so like when PlayStation 4 launched, right? What was that game? Um, you could get Resogun and you could get Contrast, right? PlayStation what? Plus, you get them for free. That'd mm-hmm. be like them doing that, except 
They're ten dollars at launch, and then eight days later they make them free. Like, <laughs> well, here's well, okay, but here's the thing: is it, let's say you bought Tomb Raider for ten dollars. If you're just like, well, I'm just gonna keep the ten dollars that I paid because I want to own the game. That way, when it goes back to base, you own the game yeah. and you got it at a ten dollar price. I guess. Yeah. If you're like, "Oh, give me my refund," and then you play it, and then you stop, and now you don't own it. I anymore. still think you hold it eight days and then let people that want to buy buy. Like, I just don't see how they do yeah. that. Anyway, it is um, a weird situation. It's so weird. I honestly think it just—it's very, very evident that they just didn't know. I mean, I think that's like the only excuse that I could accept is they just did not know. They—they they just decided they just got the thing and they—they they made it. You know, like, they probably just bought like a million copies from their own pocket at ten dollars a piece, and they were just like, Let's "Give it to all the founders." <laughs> Don Matrix in the room, and he's like, "Look, we'll issue refunds, but you know, not everybody's going to ask for a refund, so we'll still keep some of it, right?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I see that that picture of um, Phil Spencer of like his launches, like you mean Phil Harrison. Or Phil Harrison. Yeah, yeah, we launched. Yeah, he launched PlayStation Three, he launched the Xbox, Xbox One, and Stadia. <laughs> That's <laughs> telling you some Don Magic levels of stuff, man. Um, oh, I will give them credit when I re- when I returned guilt. It worked just like the Play Store. I went into my Play Store. I said I played this game less than two hours, um, and less than fifteen days after purchase, in an instant refund. Everybody should do that, and I think that is. I, I've said this on Twitter a bunch in a digital world where people are buying downloads of stuff that has to be required mandated. Isn't even. that how the Xbox store and it is how Xbox and Steam works, not how PlayStation is it how Xbox works? I feel like every time I go to buy something, it always says there are no refunds. Oh no. Like, I think if Xbox, you, they, if you go to the store, they have a requirement. I think it's the steam thing. It's the same thing. It's like, it's like an hour hours. or two. Yeah. And yeah. then you can return it, but you got to go onto your Microsoft account on the web to do it. Like you can't do it from the console. A lot of people yeah. say you can't yeah. do it from the console. Yeah. And I think that was the thing is they make it difficult. Yeah. But PlayStation, I, or at least the last time I tried, they do not do, you're going to call them unless they've changed something. I don't know about And Yeah. And Nintendo doesn't do it at all. Thinking. Nintendo's yeah. Nintendo they're going to court in Germany. Games. They're <laughs> no, no, they're literally they're going to court in Germany to fight it. They're fighting people that are saying they're like, no, we're not gonna let you do this. We'll take you to court. <laughs> so I, I do oh, commend Nintendo. I commend Stadia quite a bit. Uh we gotta get off this topic. Are you guys excited <laughs> to play Farming Simulator and Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider, yes, because I loved I I, I genuinely loved that game when it came to PS three and four i bought it for both systems so i genuinely love that that franchise the rebooted franchise i love it so i'll play it for sure i'll turn farming it on simulator it. Let, me, let me rephrase the question i actually like farming simulator i wouldn't say i'm excited but i'll definitely test it out and play you it to move, to move to bakersfield that is farming simulator come on just come on down come up the great no, i'll do it from my comfortable <laughs> home let me rephrase the question um you just launched a console nine days ago, and you wanted to get your folks real excited about it. Were you expecting or hoping for Farming Simulator and Tomb Raider? Like I said in the Discord, just cancel Xbox and PlayStation. Stadia <laughs> <laughs> wins with Farming Simulator. <laughs> and then, folks, if you're like real Stadia diehards, man, we're not trying to just rag on them. Like, they're really not doing a whole lot of fail. Like, they're not doing a whole lot. No. <laughs> like, you know, like they're really making just- it real easy. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh, they're doing a terrible job, but I am thoroughly <laughs> impressed with the platform and the technology. That's true. I'm and, just uh, everything I'm just else glad they're is really bad. Games. I'm just glad they're adding games. So these are not games I'm excited about, but at least they're adding more than one. Hey, we got two. You know, if you remember the the quote from Phil Harrison, he's like, "We'll give you a game a month every other month, like occasionally, right?" He was like, yeah. "Ish, we'll do it eventually." <laughs> you know, so like at least we got two. So we'll see. We'll see if that continues. If that trend continues, you get two every month. We'll see. Uh, let's get into some questions. We got a few more. Uh, Brian says, "Can you guys explain who Google thinks Stadia is for? Who's the target audience for this service?" I think it's a really good question. What do you think, Jared? Um, so I can answer this two ways. If we're going at it, who Google thinks Stadia is for, I think they think it's for anybody who wants to play games, but that's just not the case. Most gamers <laughs> want to own things. It's not for them. Who I actually think it's for is for the people who buy two to three games a year they're Call of Duties, you know, they're just the major games, whatever, and don't want to buy a box. And I think it, it's a very viable thing. And when the next generation comes that they just, they just say, hey, I'm going to buy a $60 controller and, and buy Call of Duty, buy this game, buy that game, and not have to deal with boxes and updates and be able to boot into my game in just a minute instead of five minutes. Um, I don't know if you guys listened to Game Scoop, but they just answered a question, I think, on last week's episode where somebody wrote in was just like, hey, I'm really excited for Stadia because I just want to be able to boot up and play and I don't want to own a box because I only buy like two games a year. Like there's no reason for me. It just collects dust. I'd rather one controller collect dust than an entire box. And so I think right now that's who Stadia is for. Do you, do you think that's like a market? Like there's going to be a lot of those people that actually buy? Um, considering the most popular games, I mean, let me rephrase that. So they got to get Call of Duty first. <laughs> most of my friends who play games, I, they're not gamers. Like they're not in the gaming community. They just buy a few games a year. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And so I think... And I think that's a very big market. Like most of the people I know buy a PlayStation just because it's the most popular and then they play two games a year on it. If they could just buy those games and not have to deal with the console, I think they'd be fine with it. Okay. Yeah, it would take a hell of a marketing push to reach those folks and let them know. What do you think, Dev? Who's Stadia for? I 100% agree with Jared. Jared's friends are my friends. My friends are the exact same people who literally buy a PlayStation to play Madden and Call of Duty every single year. And I tell them, hey, you probably don't need to buy a console. <laughs> but they do They do it, and I think that they have the option of buying just a controller and then buying just those games to play those games with their little leagues and stuff. I think they obviously they 100% would because it's going to cut down the cost and they don't need to worry about buying the box or doing the research and all that. It just works. Okay, let me ask I, you this then. Because I just want to push back on a little bit of both of you. Before your friends, before Stadia was a thing, did your friends do PlayStation now? No. Like, is there any, like, actual evidence to think that they want to stream? Because if it's just the cost of the box, I mean, you can get an Xbox One for, like, 100 bucks. Like, 
it's not that huge of yeah four years four years later well i'm just saying like it's you know if it's just the box of entry like there are ways of getting around that well i think i don't think it's necessarily about streaming as long as it works i don't think they care what they're playing on yeah same like they don't subscribe to playstation now because they don't want to pay ten dollars a month to play whatever library is there they just buy the games that they want to play you know throughout the year and that's it okay and they only have playstation plus so they can play online in these games they don't redeem any of the other games they don't play anything else they literally just have plus to play and call of duty online speaking of playstation now just real quick since we're talking about all the streaming and stuff i just resubscribed to it to try it out and it's worse than both of them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's still not that great. I know you can download games locally now, but that's only PlayStation 4 games. Yeah. All the other games you have to stream and it's Cuz they're being emulated. Yeah, it's not yeah. super great. Like it's it's good enough. It's definitely better on the Pro than it was on the the regular model because it's actually got the 5 gigahertz that you can connect to now, but it's it's still not as good. Have you tried the stream the the Steam Link that came out of beta recently? No, I have not tried that. I have tried that, and it streams directly from my PC, and that works really well. I was quite shocked. So, and Lucas likes this comment that I've made a bunch to him over the, let's say, the last year. The problem with that is that it's Steam, and I'm not trying to, like, crap on PC stuff at all. Steam does all kinds of awesome stuff that, like, nobody knows about that gets discontinued that they shut down. You know, like, that controller that everybody talked about was great, and then the, the Steam box, and, like, they're always doing these things, and they don't ever go anywhere. You know, like, and, and so if you're, I'm just pulling an analogy, like if, if Google goes the way of the Steam Link, like that's not good. <laughs> like that's well, bad. So the Steam Link better is just than an that. app. The Steam Link is just an app that basically allows you to take your library, your right. Steam library and play it anywhere. So that's not, it's not like something they just turn off. Like that's literally just a, a app. It's just a thing. Your library, your, your, your Steam library is going nowhere. So we have they seen had like how that. gamers get up in arms about that mess. Like, was it two years ago they did those, like, mirror, like, USB things you could plug into your TV and stream from your thing to the mm-hmm. thing? And, yeah, now they're doing the thing. It's just, they, they have, a, like, a history with that. They do, like, a lot of experimental things. And typically, they're good. And they still fail. You're like, just being good enough isn't enough to be successful. Lots of great things that are, you know, are, you know, die by the wayside. They're not successful. Uh, to put my spin on it, Brian, I don't know who, right now, to be honest with you, I don't know who Stadia is for. Um I'm hard pressed to like, I've got friends, I've casual video gaming friends like Devin and Jared. I I can't see either one of them, any of them paying $60 to play a game in the cloud and a Google controller. Um, If one, it's going to be hard for me to even explain to them like what that is. I think there's a big part of them that, yeah, like the new console comes out, maybe they don't get it at launch, but they'll just get it or they already have one. Like all of my friends that play games, um, or casual gamers. And I'm specifically referring to like, I have an uncle who's got uh, three kids and he has an Xbox one. He didn't even know about game pass. He doesn't know anybody games of gold. He subscribes to, he never gets any of that stuff. He doesn't know. Like he plays like this one little game that he likes to play and that's it. And that's fine. It's going to be hard to reach him about Stadia. It's going to be hard to like no, get not. Stadia in front of him. You put the controller in his hand. Well, I mean, without day. without me physically going and doing a demonstration, I'm talking like he had this before we ever talked about games. This is what he had. It's going to be hard to break into that. You know, like, it's going to be like this new thing. It's like a venture thing. You know, he has no experience with it. It's going to be hard to do that. Um, and I, I, I definitely think that's going to be a problem. And I think xCloud is a huge problem. Um, 
And we have a question about this, so I'll go ahead and incorporate this in my answer and let you guys spin off of it. Ray wants to know, after seeing the Xbox show, I believe XO19, why would anybody use Stadia over xCloud? And so I'll just piggyback off of that and answer Brian. I don't know why anybody would go Stadia over xCloud, to be quite honest with you. It's not, And it's not just because of the performance, which I've already said. Like I think Stadia right now has the leg up in latency. I get that. But when Xbox, when xCloud launches, the amount of games and Game Pass and support that it has is just going to crush Stadia until they get to that level, if they ever get to that level. Like, I, I have... I honestly have no reason to believe that they'll ever even get there because they had publishers that they announced that they promoted that they were on stage and said they were going to be there like EA. They're not even there right now. And before you start talking about EA's own stuff, they're on xCloud. Like the stuff's there. Like, so like these partners are playing, they're playing ball and they're just not in Stadia. So Stadia just has a, Stadia has a huge hole to climb out of. Now, does that mean I'm never going to play Stadia? No, I'm going to buy Darksiders and I love my controller and it works with my Chromebook. So I'm good. Like, I feel good with this initial purchase. I'm happy with it. Well, wherever it goes, if it becomes something I actually use three years from now or not, I don't know. But I'm happy with this $140 investment into it. But uh, I think their play on, um, like, reaching a casual gamer, like, this whole you're going to buy the game, and if you want to do it in 4K, if they ever if you get there, you got to pay for the subscription. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it just seems like a real hard stretch. And that's that's not a new thing. That's been my case this whole time. You know, so I'm beating a dead horse here. Like I, I just think they're they're upside down on this on this offer that they're trying to get people to buy into. Um, I would say that if you're talking about just Stadia versus XCloud, I think you would probably want to use Stadia over XCloud if you wanted a more traditional experience, because we don't. I don't know if Microsoft has talked about it, but Will it be ever on anything other than a phone or a mobile device? Like, have they talked about it being in a browser? Yeah, yeah. Well, or they said the it's, Xbox app. No, no, no. Yeah, he's talked about interviews. It's going to come to Xbox. You're going to be able to do Xbox with it. You're going to be able to. It's going to come to PC. It's just right now the beta period. It's only on Android devices. They're going to bring it to oh. everywhere. What about what about on the TV? Like without it, without an Xbox, will you be able to play Xbox on your 4K TV? question then becomes who do they choose to do it and how ubiquitous can they push it i don't know i don't know the answer to that i'm sure they and don't so, know the answer to that like can they yeah, have a partnership with roku or you just click into it and stuff like that yeah, i don't know i mean they absolutely could but th- that's just my argument is that i i think right now most people are probably going to use xcloud over stadia i'm sure they like can make it work with the chromecast i mean that's open source stuff just like the android store yeah so i don't think they'll block it but i think if you wanted a more traditional experience in terms of streaming Stadia would probably be the way to go. I, I, that's my only argument. I mean, I, I'm just playing devil's advocate because I think X Cloud is definitely probably the better bang for your buck at this moment. And, but honestly, when it comes to streaming, I think it's going to be a few years before anybody really uses it. I no, mean, even the yeah. even the people that own an Xbox who are like, "Oh yeah, X Cloud is amazing and it's so much better than Stadia." How much are they actually going to use it? To be like, clear, I don't think it's going to be that huge. My whole opinion was based on I'm putting them in an even playing ground. I'm not I'm not suggesting yeah. it today. I'm thinking a year or two from here when they're both where they want to be. I think xCloud's pitch is going to be so much grander than Stadia's pitch unless they change their pitch. It's just the the pitch is bad. I'm not yeah. suggesting one's better than the other. If they were both perfect, they both played perfectly. Stadia has a huge mountain to climb to be better than xCloud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I absolutely difficult. agree. Yeah. 
Dev? My only thing would be it's where your friends are going to be at. If you don't have any friends playing on Xbox, you're not going to get xCloud. You're not going to care. That'd be the only other reason I would think That's that true. somebody would play Until on we get Stadia if they have friends on Stadia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that'd I, be the only reason I could think of. And like you said, Jared, if they don't have xCloud available as an app that I can just pick up and play anywhere else where I can with Stadia, then that ends up being also another reason why you may go Stadia over xCloud. But as of now, xCloud is the much better offer when it comes to just games and being and, able to play. And Xbox... Xbox and Stadia, are, they're kind of positioning themselves to just be number two and <laughs> number three. Because, like, honestly, if, if xCloud works great and Stadia works great, just buy a PlayStation 5 and then use xCloud and Stadia for whatever exclusives they have. <laughs> and I'm not even a Sony person. Like, I, I have a PlayStation. I enjoy it, but I much prefer Xbox. Um but like honestly, you could just do that and just enjoy mm-hmm. everybody's exclusives and only have to own the one box. Yep. Because we don't know what Sony is doing at this moment. But wow. if it's anything like PlayStation now, it's not going to be very good. <laughs> the future is in a box. Remember that. That's what Phil Harrison said. No. Uh, let's put these also two. Not VR. <laughs> That's Spencer to Phil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All the Phils. Let's put John and Tony's <laughs> questions together. Okay. John wants to know. Stadia has been such a disaster so far. Are any of you actually planning on using Stadia as a primary way to play video games? And we'll add on to that. Tony wants to know, what does Google Stadia need to do to turn the ship around? Devin. Uh, is it going to be my primary way to play? No, but that was it was never going to be that. I, I never experienced, thought it was going to be my primary way to play, at least not now. Maybe in the future down the line, possibly, depending on you know, how well the service runs, if they actually get to what they say it's going to be, and I don't need my PC, then possibly. Um, what do they need to turn the ship around? They need to have better better PR, better marketing. They need to get out ahead of things and explain to us what the heck is really going on. Um, and if they really want to do anything, they need to have better marketing so people understand what this service is and how they can, get a, how they can be a part of it. Because right now there really isn't any marketing unless you search for Stadia. Unless you browse and it's in your history and it pops up as an ad, you really don't know about it. I haven't seen any commercials. I haven't seen any other marketing about Stadia at all. The only reason I see anything is because I'm searching for it and it's part of my search history and it pops up in ads. But um, they really need to do a much better job of their messaging. They just have to start to get ahead of things instead of waiting forever to actually respond to people's questions and inquiries about stuff. If they're going to do like the directs, they need to do them way more often and really explain like what's going on, what they're adding, what they're bringing to the services to actually get people excited. And they need to keep game, but they need to keep pro as their building library to compete with game pass. Okay. Jared. Um, I agree mostly with Dev. I would say that they probably need to adjust the pricing of Pro. I don't know if $10 a month is worth, even even if they deliver 4K 60, like completely and truly. Um, I think they need to match the other guys. And most people compare Pro to Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus, And those are $60 a year. I think if they were to do $60 a year or $5 a month, I think it would be a lot more compelling. Well, for what if they did like 
sixty a year, but nine ninety nine a month. Like you pay monthly, but you pay more, or you buy it annually and yeah. you get a discount. Even even something like that yeah, to be more be competitive, because you're already fighting against the people who don't want to stream their games. Um, so they need to be very competitive with their pricing because right now you can pay fifteen dollars a month, another five dollars, and get Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass on Xbox. So ten dollars a month for Pro just to get a couple games a month and 4k streaming i just i don't think it's a competitive or really a it's not an appealing price really unless you really are interested in the technology yep or you have really good games yeah um like dev said stadia was never going to be my primary way of playing games i love consoles i said that this entire show like i i like buying new boxes i think it's fun so mm-hmm. uh i i was never like oh if i don't i can get rid of a box and be so happy that was never me i was never that consumer um, but playing on the go, playing mobily, having some sort of Game Pass equivalent in the cloud that I could get access to, like a Netflix or an Amazon Prime, I was interested in that. And uh, that would be the thing that would get me going on. I will say, having played, having gone hands-on with Stadia, as long as it remains exclusive, because they've said it's exclusive to it and PC, if you play Plus stays exclusive to Stadia, Stadia will become my primary way of playing Ubisoft games. I will subscribe to that and I will play on Stadia and I will be just fine, even at its current visual quality. I will happily mm-hmm. play Watch Dogs Legion in 1080p and Gods and Monsters for 10 or 15 bucks a month versus buying them at $60 a piece. Um, I'll happily do that. So I feel like you would be pissed off if you had to play Far Cry 4 in that visual fidelity. Far Cry would might be, but see, that's the thing. <laughs> Far Cry would be the game where I would buy it. I would go buy that game, but I wouldn't do that for Watch Dogs. I'd be happy to rent Watch Dogs or Gods and Monsters or Assassin's Creed. Far Cry would be the one. And here's the other thing. I wouldn't subscribe to Uplay Plus all year long. I would subscribe yeah. when there's something I wanted to play, and then I wouldn't want to, I didn't want to play anymore. You know, like that, that'd be the thing for me. But if it ever went anywhere else, then I would play it somewhere else. <laughs> like, cause it's, it's better visually somewhere else. You know, like that's, that's going to be a constant problem, I think, yeah. for me and Stadia until they get there. It's, you know, it's, it's not what they I guess it's going to be. I didn't answer the primary, um, the primary way to play video games. Um, I, I suppose it could be for me. I think if, if it continues to run well, especially if they continue to improve the fidelity, I mean, and, and once I can play on a mobile network, yeah, most, most third party games, I'd happily buy on Stadia to play at home on the screen or on a smaller device, you know, when I'm just laying in bed or, at work on my breaks. Like there's a lot of games that I would rather just buy on Stadia because of those options rather than being tied to one screen. Um, sure. So I, I could see that happening for sure. I don't know if I would do that on a pro subscription, but base, it would definitely be compelling. And I was just thinking that I might even do the same for like EA access. Cause I would love to be able to play like Madden or NBA from like from the work, but I would just use xCloud. So that's a really a, no, a moot point. Okay, we've man, we've been going on for a while. Long show. Sorry, guys. Um, we've got one more point to address here, and uh, I'm gonna open it up, let you guys throw in your thoughts because we really haven't talked about it except for in passing. We talk about the future of the show. Okay, like the whole point of this show was to chronicle Google Stadia's approach, like this brand new venture into the gaming industry. Let's chronicle it. Let's lay some tape down, and and let's just basically let's document it and. While Google Stadia's story isn't over, it is here. And I don't necessarily know if, and maybe there will be. And again, I guess I'll let you guys chime in here. But I don't know if there's a need 
to, to at least mandate or, or commit to having a monthly show anymore. Cause like, what are we going to talk about next month? If they don't have any updates or anything between now and next month, the only thing that'll change is like, like Borderlands three should come out and a couple other games. Like, you know, like I, I can't, I can't imagine that we're going to keep coming back every month just to talk about uh, if we've bought any games, like are, you know, I mean, is, <laughs> are either of you planning on buying any games on Stadia at all? Like right now, do you have, I'm going to pay $60 for a video game on Stadia. I, I might buy Darksiders Genesis just just to play with you, Daddy. That's I will I, be buying Darksiders Genesis. So like I, I'm committing. Like I'm that's one game I will add to my library. Um, I don't have any plans to buy a game, but if we have next month's show, I'm gonna come in overalls and a cowboy hat, and just be have a hundred hours in the farming simulator. <laughs> farming simulator. <laughs> <laughs> so like, there we go. Like that's the point. Um, here's the thing. I really love podcasting with you two. It's it's really fun, and I've really enjoyed it, and it's and it's a great show, and the show has actually somewhat kind of taken off comparison to a lot of our other shows. So it's it's weird that we have a show that has very little effort, considering that we don't record <laughs> like we we don't record on the same time. Like we're not on a we're not, we're not on a timer or a schedule. We record basically when the three of us can get together. We record irregularly. We only do it once every fifty eight days. Right? Like we do it once a month, it's, you know, like, and, and it's usually like 45 days between shows. Um, but like our podcast feed, our RSS feed, our subscribers are through the roof. They're 500% over the last four months. Like people listen, um, even if they don't always jump into the discord or let us know on Twitter. Like, I, I mean, I see it, like there are people listening to the Google Stadia show. So it's interesting. Like, that's what I really wanted to talk to you guys about. Like, what do you want to do with this? Do you, cause I mean, I mean like right now, my gotta... recommendation would be, if news happens, maybe we'll convene something and put something out. But I think like that might just make folks unsubscribe. <laughs> Who knows what that could be? Like it could be like one episode next year or eight episodes next year. Like we don't know. I think we got to at least go through base and see, you know, chronicle that because just the week, the experience has gotten better. Just the week that has been out from day one to now, like the experience of Stadia has gotten better. It, we could see what it's going to be like in a month. The 4K could be there in a month. Who knows? That's true. Um, I think that there could be things that happen that can turn the service around. There could be news. Um, and we still don't know what it's going to look like when base comes out. So I, I would think that, you know, at least going through the launch of Stadia base to the masses would monthly. be. Yeah. Commit monthly, to monthly absolutely through monthly. base. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think, Jared? Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Um, okay. My main concern would be once Stadia actually gets going, um, I don't want to be one of those podcasts that comes on and just spends a half an hour talking about what games we're playing because everybody's playing the same games on whatever platform they decide to play it on. And I personally think that's kind of boring to listen to. I like hearing about the news and, and talking about that. And sure. as long as Stadia stays consistent in terms of like quality and how well the games stream. I, there's not really a whole lot to talk about. Right. I mean, we've already, we've basically already proven and covered the fact that games play well in stadia. There's no point in talking about borderlands three. Like there's thousands of podcasts. have already talked about borderlands three. I'm with you there. Like when they mm-hmm. talk about, Hey, here's what we've been playing on stadia this week. Like, no, that's <laughs> fine. I'm with you there. Okay. Yeah. But right. I, I could I could see at least maintaining it until uh, base. We could just treat it like Stadia Pro. We'll just give them <laughs> one episode, give or take, every month. <laughs> Stadia Pro podcast. 
Canadian Photo Podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's already taken. Okay, so listeners, that's what we're going to do. We'll at least commit to doing that. I imagine our next news thing might be at the Game Awards. Maybe. So oh, a lot yeah. of people are saying that Stadia should be there. I don't know if Stadia is welcome there. Like, has anybody <laughs> thought about that? Like, I'm honestly, like, this is like an industry vet show. I don't know if they're, like, invited. All they have to do is buy ad time from right. Jeff Keighley. I guess like, you're right. They could just buy something. Like, that's true. They do have the money. <laughs> they need to show up. Just make an ad. And Last year, there was like 15 Smash Brother ads. Oh One of those gosh. could be Stadia. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, we're not awesome. We're not going to do a commercial. We're not going to do a show for a commercial. No, I was I thinking like hoping maybe they have like an announcement or something. I mean, we could we could see some games that are revealed there. They're mm-hmm. world premieres or whatever. I say can't imagine Stadia. what it would be. We could see that logo pop up. That's true. Right. We might see the logo and confirm new games. That's true. We'll just come on. I mean, this podcast is this episode's like two hours long. So the next episode after Game like Awards can minutes. be like fifteen minutes. We'll that's just it. be like, all these games have the Stadia logo. Okay. That's weird. well. I mean, this is our <laughs> launch episode. We had a lot to say. Yeah. yeah. All right, that'll do it. We'll go ahead and close this down, uh, listeners. I I thank you for listening. I was really really surprised when I check in our feeds and stuff and see that you guys have found us and you're checking us out. And I hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, if if you want to say in the in the show, if you want to let us know, if you want to keep listening or you want more, less, whatever, chime in. Hit us over there in the uh, on the Discord, psvg.blog/discord. Uh, we have a Google Stadia channel. You can come let us know all about it, or hit us up over on Twitter at Stadia Podcast. And uh, check it out until next month. Hopefully, Game Awards-ish, something. If not, Jared will do a solo episode talking about how much he loves Farming Simulator. I joke <laughs> around, but I'm actually going to play that. Like You, you got to stream it then. Well, because <laughs> well, here's the thing. is My wife usually likes to watch me play video games, and she thinks that game is super boring to watch. So I can't play it on Game Pass. If I can play it on my phone, I'll totally put in a dozen hours into it. <laughs> It's there you have it, listeners. It's like a better Stardew Valley. We'll see you in December. <laughs> <laughs>